My eyes followed the path of the trajectory, ending at the boxes near the wall. I take a tentative step toward them, my senses tugged, as if by an invisible force. Though a part of me feels as if I'm moving toward a potential trap, I'm powerless to turn back. I forge ahead, June and Sully's voices' ephemeral notes carried off in the wind. When I arrive at the first box, I use the toe of my boot to nudge a slat of broken wood. Jerking it back and recoiling as soon as it moves, I sense a weighted object within. I half expect a detonation of some sort to occur, but it doesn't. And in the moments that realization lands against me, with the force of a sledgehammer, I find myself wishing an explosion would have ensued, rather than the sight that manifests before my eyes. Splintered wood falls aside, flattening the grass next to it, and a pair of eyes, lifeless, sightless, and wide, stare at me. The expression on the face I see is one of abject horror, of suffering, and it is a familiar face. Stabbing pain lances my heart and cold bleeds from it like lifeblood. My hand instinctively clutches the left side of my chest, my knees buckling and the contents of my stomach threatening to spew. Killian. The face that stares up at me belongs to Killian. Severed at the neck, only his head occupies the box, blood and gore staining the pale wood of the container. With trembling limbs, I reel and stagger backward, then stumble toward the next two boxes. Kicking aside debris that blocks its contents, I reluctantly examine the broken box. Joe, a soldier from Galway, gazes at me with vacant, cloudy eyes, the skin beneath his chin jagged and frayed, as if slashed with a hacksaw. Shaking and suppressing the strangled cries that have welled in my throat, I walk unsteadily to the final box, only to find another head, one that belonged to Paul, a resident of Galway, a brave and loyal fighter. The forest around me begins to spin in lopsided circles. Sound rises and falls at erratic intervals. Cold and hot simultaneously, my skin feels as if magnetic fire is lapping at it, draining heat as it supplies it. Pressure builds behind my eardrums. I'm vaguely aware of a female voice screaming. Recognizing it and turning toward the sound, I see June, her beautiful features gathered in revulsion. Tears pour down her cheeks, and her pain snaps me back from the dark and desolate place I wandered to. You're from Galway! Riley and Oliver! What about Riley and Oliver? No, no, no! Her words come out in a single pressured stream. The veil of shock falls. The hurt and disgust I felt clears. Dread settles in my gut like a glacial stone. I fear the worst has happened in Galway, that more boxes will come, more familiar faces will follow. Though the taking of Galway would be extremely difficult, what I see before me doesn't inspire much hope.
Speculation is futile, that much I know. The only way to answer any and all of the questions in my brain is to go there, to rush to Galway. I look to Sully, who stands near June. He holds his head in his hands, distraught in every sense of the word. As if sensing the press of my gaze, he lifts his chin and our eyes meet. We exchange a sober glance and know that safety as we've enjoyed it has come to an abrupt end.